Welcome to How We Lab, the broadcast where we take a journey with those that are persecuted for their faith in Jesus Christ. My name is Stephanie Anderson. I've been an advocate serving the persecuted church since 2007. I want to introduce you to the persecuted church if you're not familiar with some terms that we're going to use and the idea of persecution. I want you to imagine you live in a country, if you live in a country that is civilized and that has an infrastructure, plumbing, and the things you need for basic human function, you really are part of only 4% of those that live on the earth. You see, 96% of the world does not have all of the comforts or even what we would consider conveniences. And let's say, let's put it in a different measure. There are 7.2 billion people in the world and 2 billion have never even heard the life-saving message of the gospel. When numbers reach the billions, they seem to lose meaning. They are simply too big. But if we shrink the world's population down to a village of 100 people, perhaps we can start to make sense of the needs that crush the global population. And we'll be moved to pray for people that without Christ have little hope, peace, joy, opportunity, or provision, and especially salvation. Picture the world as a village of 100 people. Six people own 58% of the wealth. 74 people own 39% of the wealth. 20 people own the other 2%. If you have a bank account with any amount, you're among the richest 30 people. 18 people struggle to live on $1 U.S. dollars per day. 53 people struggle to live on $2 per day. 20 people are undernourished, 15 are overweight, and one dies of starvation. 20 people have no clean drinking water. 56 people have no access to sanitation. And 80 live in substandard housing. You see, the numbers are so large that we kind of disconnect from the needs and and the issues that are going on. We have a nearsightedness about us, which is what affects us in our sensory area right now, what we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we feel that affects us personally. But we have to be intentional if we want to grasp what's going on from a larger perspective. Because God is right there with those that are without provision. The same scriptures that we use here in our civilized countries, they use in areas where they may not even have access to water. I saw, um, recently was reading an article, a gentleman had come to faith in Christ. And I was broken as he described his story, talking about he had to flee from terrorist attacks and he became a displaced person and he didn't have food, water, shelter. And he had to travel with hundreds of thousands of other displaced persons to find basic needs. And I was wrecked because I thought, I take for granted the so many privileges and provision that I have here in the United States and here in my own personal life. I live in a motorhome. We lost our home. 
we went through some very difficult things. My husband had surgery. And when I read that story, it put in perspective how rich and how full my life truly is. So when we're looking at the persecuted church, I want you to think, if you compare what we have and how we worship and our freedom to love and to share our faith, our God is amazing, powerful, beautiful, beyond description, but he's also those same things in these places where they don't have the luxuries. They don't have the comforts and conveniences we have. Today, we're going to discuss Myanmar. Myanmar residents took to the streets to protest, and Christians have been advised to stay indoors as Myanmar has a history of targeting Christians and other minority groups. Um, On the website persecution.org, if you scroll down, there's a video that says Pray for Myanmar, where International Christian Concern has more details on the difficult situation going on, but also seeing the different ways that the citizens and that Christians are responding. It spoke to me about their humility, because seeing them on their faces before God in view of what their challenges are humbled me. It made me realize that the best place to go in the most difficult situation is still before our God. I want to read a scripture and then have us pray for Myanmar. I encourage you to visit persecution.org and to scroll through the many different things to sign up for the newsletter. We'll be discussing some of the articles as we go along. It's very important for us to be intentional in this hour to set our sights on those who are courageously facing adversity in a godly way. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to destruction. And the anger of man is not the same as the anger of God. So let's, let me read this scripture. This is from Hebrews 13, five pieces of five, six, seven, and eight. God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember you leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Let's pray. We consider those that are suffering for their faith. And today especially, the citizens, residents, the Christians that have just experienced this coup, this military takeover of their country, and they did not turn to men, they turned to you. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever, Lord Jesus. 
We pray that they will feel your presence. We pray that they will know the peace that surpasses all understanding. We pray that they will have strength and courage. We pray that they will know that you are with them. We pray that they will be brave, that they will be able to share their faith, not just with those that are persecuting them, with those that are against the gospel, but that they will put their arms around each other. We lift them up to you. We thank you that you are near to the brokenhearted, and these are our broken brothers and sisters. We bless you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name. I pray that you will receive strength and hope in whatever you're facing or will face as you take a look at these brothers and sisters who are in Myanmar. That you'll pray for them throughout the week. I'll be back with you soon. We'll go next episode. We will be covering Nigeria. Thanks for joining me and God bless. Shalom.